0: hello and welcome to another episode of queer bait podcast where two queer chicks talk queer (laughs) shh i'm your host ainsley and with me as always my partner in crime maureen hello look at us we're doing good on our new year's resolutions (laughs) i honestly forgot about
1: most of them but the cursing i've really kept up on
0: no uh we've both been doing well with the cursing we both hold each other accountable and you already did january's book you already read one. Oh snap look at that you did that oh my gosh i didn't even realize
1: yeah i'm rocking it yeah
0: so you're doing good me if you're wondering <laughs> i have not drank soda so yep what's today
1: it's the ninth
0: today's the ninth no you today's are the eighth it's the ninth today's the ninth yeah Done nine days get off me <laughs> thank you <laughs> So, yeah, I think things are rolling. Uh, nine days in, I feel like I can do the other 356 <laughs> days left yeah, of the year. good Wait, calculation. Is are this we a, leap year? Is this leap year? No, I think 2020 is leap year.
1: I don't really know.
0: I don't know either. I just kind of guess. I
1: don't understand leap years.
0: Well, it has to be a... Yeah, because four doesn't go into 19... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's next year. Yeah. No, so I actually understand leap years now. I do. Because I listened to a podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson and he explained leap years.
1: Oh, shoot.
0: Yeah. Basically, so our day is not exactly 24 hours long. Yeah. You know, so then we have, like, just, uh uh-oh, we just, over four years, we built up an extra day that we kind of just didn't follow because our days aren't exactly 24 hours but it's time is a construct yeah basically something like
1: that (laughs) okay all right you just gotta make it through those other days of the year
0: yeah but then he was also saying and I didn't quite get it because like I'm not as smart as Neil deGrasse Tyson obviously that like leap years actually also kind of screw us up a little bit because we don't exactly gain a whole day in four years So everything's bad. (laughs) Great. Sounds perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Life is confusing. Anyways, so I don't think it's a leap year, so that would mean that I only have 356 more days. Woo! You know what's going to happen, right? I'm going to do pretty good this year on no soda. I doubt that I'll make it all year, let's be honest. That's fair. But I'm going to do pretty good, like cut my soda intake a lot, and then it's going to be 2020. I'm going to be like, that's not on my resolutions list. Glug, right. glug, 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 I got to make up for that soda from 2019. Right. And so I'm just going to drink like eight times as much and it's going to be super terrible. But that's 2020 Ainsley's problem. <laughs> not, not this fresh face 2019 Ainsley problem. <laughs> All right. So we're queer. I guess. There's a few things that queer people love. Uh, okay. Name one thing you think majority of queer people like. The L word. I don't think very many queer men like the L Word, drag queens, I was, everybody regardless of your sexuality. I agree with drag queens. I was going to say Barbara Streisand and then uh-huh award show season. Eee! Eee! There is something for everyone with award so- shows. There is the red carpet, so if you're really into fashion or if you're yeah. like me, I like the really dumb answers um the actors give. Man, when you put it this way, there's literally something for everyone. Hmm. Um, so I enjoy the red carpet. I, uh, Golden Globes, right? Golden Globes was this weekend. So you Go- ask as if I know. So Golden Globes don't get a lot of recognition because they're not part of the EGOTs. They're not Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Oscar
1: Tony. They're not part of that. That was but amazing.
0: Golden Globes take place the night before um, Oscar ballots are starting to be voted on i didn't know that so i think it plays a big factor in the award season like it's not one of the big ones like you're not winning an oscar but they can kind of tip the scale a little bit
1: are wait okay so our golden globes for tv shows and movies they're yes okay but yes. not music is that a
0: dumb question well i mean there's original song and original score in a movie okay But I don't know if their original song has to be in a movie or television show. I think it does. So I think it's just movie and television. Okay. It's not my favorite award show. But like I said, I think it has some importance. So like I was saying, award shows have something for everyone. There's red carpet fashion. Um, There's always like funny pictures or like best dress. Like so if you're into that, there's something for your mom. And then I'm really into award seasons because you guys have heard me rant and rave about, you know, Oscar baiting and how, yeah. how just terrible, I believe, like, the movie industry is in general, especially <laughs> when it comes to the award system. So I like keeping up with it so I can be like, oh, yeah, that was BS. Yeah, I yeah. was right about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's why I like it. What about you? You aren't really interested. You like movies and television, but for entertainment. Oh, yeah. Only. (laughs) I like anything, honestly. So it's
1: not like a, oh, that was phenomenal. Like, I'm I'm like, it was pretty, or it was good, or it made me laugh. But, yeah, I'm not really into, like, the nitty-gritty. I like the dresses. Yeah. That's why I watch things like Golden Globes. That's why I watch all of them. I don't watch the actual ceremony. I don't know if people do. I just, like, I watch the red carpet part so I can see dresses, and then I cruise through BuzzFeed for three hours?
0: Um, For me, it kind of depends. Like, I never watch the Tonys or the Grammys. Um, I'm not, like, a huge music person, so I don't really care much. Um, mm-hmm. I usually, uh, the Emmys are kind of, eh, I kind of usually just, like, look up who won. Um, <laughs> but the Oscars is usually what I watch, and I think that's what most people watch. I would yeah. say I don't know. I think it's kind of like the classic award show, but in the queer uh, community, I think award shows are like a really big deal. There's always award show parties in the queer community. I'm always invited to them. You not so much. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think just like Oscar parties specifically.
1: You know what? I have really, heard really of those. Thing. I've never actually been invited to one, so feel free to send your girl an invite, but. No, I've never been to one, but I do hear about them a lot.
0: I don't know why, you know, award show parties are such a thing in the queer community. I guess because, like, queer men are really, I don't want to generalize, but have notoriously been into fashion more than Uh straight men, have been more into musicals than straight men. So I could see how, like, award shows kind of fit to them. Queer women, I don't know what it is.
1: I think it's just a good excuse to get together and look at things.
0: Yeah, but then straight people would do that too, though. That so is true.
1: I kind of want to explore
0: why they're kind of a bigger deal.
1: I don't know. They can identify celebrity crushes, maybe, <laughs> as they come out onto the red carpet. No idea.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so I figured for this episode we would go over um, some, if not all, the winners. I don't know how long it's going to be um, and kind of talk about it because it. I think it was a big um year for queer television. The year of the queer. Queer television. <laughs> year of the queer. That's funny. Um not necessarily. I don't think it's the biggest year. Definitely not as many shows with queer characters, not as much notoriety. Um, but there is some really great queer movies this year as well that were kind of noticed. Um so yeah. Not very many queer winners, unfortunately, but uh-huh. I think they at least got some notoriety this year, which was really, really cool. I'm down. So, let's start off. So, drama TV series. There was Killing Eve. Yes. Which, I'm going to do nominations, and then the last one I say is going to be the winner. Okay. Um. So, there was Killing Eve, which we watched and we loved.
1: Absolutely. Are we going to talk about Killing Eve? Yeah. Because I got a lot of things about Killing Eve. Yeah.
0: I love Killing Eve because it was gay time out why don't you explain what killing eve is about say spoiler alert and say there is a queer character and then Ugh. <laughs> spoiler alert you need to tell them what it's about you're just like there's a queer person watch it no you need to tell them okay. why
1: killing eve is about sandra O, oh, whose character is what is she like cia well it's british so i can't remember if she's mi5 or mi6 I have no idea what those numbers mean. British intelligence agency. Basically. She's MI something.
0: Anyways, it's. <laughs> she is trying to track down. You sound so American right now. You're like, <laughs> wait, other countries have like CIA things? <laughs> <laughs> just the number system what is that like defcon like i don't know i think the numbers have to do with like the region they deal with i could be very wrong so like i think like mi5 is specific like british intelligence and then like mi6 is like british intelligence on like russian stuff i think i'm gonna google that while you talk about Killing Eve because I don't want to be really wrong.
1: That is mind-blowing. I've never even heard of that. Honestly, I didn't even know that it was called Am I Anything. Anyways, Killing Eve is Sandra O oh and her CIA operative character who is trying to track down Villanelle. So Eve is Sandra O's character. She's looking for Villanelle, this kind of assassin for hire person who is hired by the same organization or she works for that organization. I'm butchering it, but spoiler alert, here is where it is. They fall into some weird not love, but obsession. I mean, it seems like Villanelle might be in love with Eve, but eve is obsessed borderlining on in love
0: i don't know do you have thoughts on this i know you're still looking up the mi Um, system well first off i was kind of right so mi5 is domestic intelligence so like i said british and then mi6 is not just like russian intelligence it's all international intelligence thank god now we know i'm pretty proud (laughs) of myself for kind of knowing that off the top of my head um i don't know it's so fascinating and why i loved the show so much was this kind of, like, obsessiveness that both the characters, Eve and Villanelle, have for each other. It's kind of like Joker and the Batman for me. Mm-hmm. So, Batman never kills the Joker, because Batman wouldn't be Batman without having the Joker, and vice versa. Joker likes to torture Batman and couldn't be the Joker without Batman huh. being there. So, both of them are kind of doing the same thing together. They're kind of, yes, Sandra O character's Eve is chasing Villanelle, but Mm -hmm. more importantly she wants to explore what makes her tick because that's what she's interested in she's not interested in catching her per se i think she's more interested in figuring out who she is and Mm -hmm. her life kind of gets entwined into villanelles and then all of a sudden it's kind of like this situation where neither character can really function without the other it was so i was so into it it's beautifully written i'm i just absolutely adored the show and i adore sandra oh who actually got to co-host um the golden globes this year with andy sandberg yeah. and i did not know this but this was the first time that there was an asian host in a major award show i did read that that's and i awesome. was like jesus and I that's bad
1: i love sandra oh so i'm happy it
0: was her sandra oh is the woman to do it for sure oh she's beautiful so Killing Eve. Wonderful, wonderful show. Villanelle, I guess, is kind of a queer character. You see her sleep with a man and a woman, and she kind of has like this obsession with Eve. And she, it's mentioned that she's had past relationships with women. So uh-huh. she is some form of queer. What I like about it, it's not really like mentioned. It's just kind of shown, like, oh, yeah, this was, it's not like Villanelle was gay it's before definitely... she became this crazy assassin girl. <laughs> um, it just kind of fits into the story, and, and her character is just kind of this lovable evil person Mm -hmm. which I think is extraordinary in itself to kind of write a character like that where Mm -hmm. you want an assassin to almost succeed Mm -hmm. like that's difficult it's got a good I really enjoyed it. It's I don't know good. how to phrase it. Like, I
1: don't know the writing and this and that. But it was good. It had, like, a small dose of humor, which makes you small. love the character. Villanelle is hilarious to me. True. I guess on Eve's part... Well, I mean, they're both humorous, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked it. I felt like it was a good balance. I ended up loving Villanelle as much as I loved Eve. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, thank God Sandra Oh got recognition for killing Eve because... Her character is just so relatable, even in this super (laughs) unrelatable story of, like, her working for, like, a British intelligence agency, um, you know, kind of going undercover, following an assassin, uh, pseudo-falling in love with an assassin. (laughs) Very unrelatable story that would never happen to any of us. But the way Sandra Oh plays it and the things that were written for her, her jokes, the way she reacts to things... is us like uh-huh. that's exactly how a person would do these things oh yeah
1: her screams were really realistic oh that my god weird, but, right? Like her screams were perfect not that she screams that much but it was just this
0: ugly scream that i was like oh yeah that would come out of my that's mouth that's a normal scream like, like it sounds- i hate all these like where they inhale really deeply and get ready for right? their big scream moment but sandra O's were just like oh god oh <laughs> it was really good i really enjoyed it um so there was uh it was also up against this is for best drama series drama tv series mm-hmm. um the bodyguard i don't know much about it i know that the dude is a bodyguard for kind of a jerk woman politician that's kind of all i know about it uh, i haven't heard really anything no. um it was up against pose which is the Ryan Murphy show that is very queer-heavy. It's all about... um,
1: Who's Ryan Murphy?
0: uh, The Glee creator. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, you know, American Horror Story.
1: He did Glee and American Horror Story? Yeah,
0: why do you think all the same characters are, like...
1: Oh, I really... Okay. Yeah. You know I don't know these things.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty... Now you got me all worried that I said that wrong, (laughs) but I'm pretty confident, and, like, he did... uh, uh, his his other big thing this year is um, assassination of the designer, I think, whatever, oh. uh, has Darren Chris in it from Glee, so yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all connected, and huh. he did the OJ, I don't know what it is called, I'll figure it out. Oh, with but, Sarah Paulson. Yeah, yes. Um, so Pose is about kind of like the club scene in the 70s or 80s? What? It's a TV show? Yes. It's supposed to be really, really good. It's very, um, queer, obviously. Lots of, uh, trans queens everybody's in it but what's really great is um it has a lot of people of color in it I think that's like the main thing and I don't know if that's just like the dance thing Mm -hmm. of that time or the club scene of that time but it's supposed to be really really good and I'm very disappointed that I haven't seen it yet but yeah I don't have regular cable so (laughs) yeah real talk (laughs) real talk can't so it was up against that which is supposed to be really really good And then Homecoming, which is... The Julia Roberts, bless her soul. Yeah. Basically, she used to work, um, I guess it's like a therapy place for uh, the military. And then she leaves that and all of a sudden, years later, the CIA starts asking her questions about what was going on there. So I guess like a psychological thriller. Hmm. And then the winner, which I'm so happy and so surprised finally won, is The Americans, which is basically Russian spies in America. I don't know that one. Um, It's on its sixth and final season, which is why I was so surprised that it won. Most TV shows win their first couple seasons. Before they go cruddy. Before they start getting bad. Yeah. And also like dang the sixth season of a show um usually doesn't get like a lot of notoriety because it's been around so long so i was very surprised that it won but it's a good show so yeah i'm excited for that awesome okay so best actress in a musical or comedy um emily blunt mary poppins returns oh did amazing we haven't seen it yet but you know but Emily Blunt. But Emily Blunt and Mary Poppins. Very cool. Charlize uh, Theron and Tully. Again, one of those didn't watch, wasn't really interested in, but I heard good things about it. Yeah. No, I don't I know. I like her. Um, Elsie Fisher for 8th Grade, which I'm always so excited when young kids get nominated for things especially when they deserve it so it's that bo burnham movie about um you know just a girl in eighth grade basically it's really clever really funny i love bo burnham's humor so it was a really really good movie and she did a really good job Hmm. so i think she definitely deserved the nomination i don't think she should have deserved to win which she didn't so (laughs) um then constance Wu, crazy rich asians i wanted her to win so bad, really? Yeah, just again because it's such a relatable character, yeah, thrown in this very unrelatable situation, and <laughs> she was so beautiful and so graceful in the film. I was like, yeah, she deserves to win, but I'm not mad with who won. Olivia Colman for the favorite. So the favorite was. She looks so
1: familiar.
0: Um, yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> so the favorite was, um. The movie with uh, Emma Stone. Oh, yeah, and, and they're, like,
1: competing for the affection or of something. Of the queen. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: the queen won, so that's great.
1: Oh, okay. Because I
0: think her character was pretty hard to play for uh-huh. Olivia Coleman. like, no offense, but kind of like this ugly, overweight, not lovable queen, <laughs> you know, kind of odd for her since she is such a lovely, lovely woman. Okay. So, best actress in a drama motion picture... So, Nicole Kidman in Destroyer, I love Nicole Kidman, don't have any idea what Destroyer was, no clue. (laughs) Um, Rosamund Pike for A Private War, again, no clue, never heard of it. And then the person who I wanted to win, who didn't, Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me?
1: And Melissa McCarthy, just to, like, backstory
0: this, is Ainsley's hero, She is. I think she's brilliant. I think she's one of the few people in this world that really knows comedy and can do uh, stand-up comedy, um, off-the-cuff comedy when she's doing interviews. She's so funny. Um, And then also do actual good movie comedies where it's not, like, gross Uh humor to try or, like, slapstick humor. She can just write And act really, really good comedies, but then she can make the transition and do something like, Can You Ever Forgive Me?, and put on this beautiful performance in a story that I don't think a lot of people have heard about in a movie that didn't get much, you know looking at
1: you saw the movie right
0: oh i saw it and i, I absolutely it, loved it I remember so this is original. good because there's queer stuff about it so that's why what? i can talk about it for a minute and not just talk about melissa mccarthy <laughs> yeah so both the main characters and can you ever forgive me are queer so melissa mccarthy's character wow. um is a writer and is based off of a true story is a writer who basically can't get her work published anymore. Nobody's buying her books. She's broke. Uh Uh-huh. So she finds... She has this letter from another famous author that's signed. She sells it, and she realizes she can make lots of money for having letters that are signed by authors. So she starts forging letters and forging signatures and selling and making a bunch of money.
1: What authors are we talking? Like, authors that you and
0: I... No. Okay. No, like good literary authors whom average people probably would never hear of like you have to be really drenched in the literary community okay
1: i thought we were talking like f scott fitzgerald or something like no that.
0: nothing that bad burn no i'm just <laughs> kidding um yeah so she's a lesbian and her partner in crime that kind of helps her because all of a sudden people start realizing that, like, she's selling fake letters, so then she can't get any money, so then she has her partner that she meets in a bar oh. um, who starts selling them for her and making more money, and he's oh. also a queer man who actually dies of um AIDS. Oh. So, very, very interesting story. Melissa McCarthy, they just try to make her... um so incredibly ugly (laughs) like they put ugly clothes on her no makeup um tried to make her look older (laughs) terrible hair and she's still like shined through that and played this great character who is just so bitter and angry and kind of just gross but yet again still has this like lovable factor where you want her to win she's doing these she doesn't say a single nice thing to anybody she curses she drinks really she's an awful person she's still endearing and the way melissa mccarthy plays her is still endearing so i wanted her to win so badly and she didn't Um, She was also up against Lady Gaga in A Star is Born. So Lady Gaga, another queer icon, so we get to talk about her for a second.
1: Heck yeah.
0: Um, I thought she was going to win. I was hoping for Melissa McCarthy, but I thought Lady Gaga was going to win because I had a lot of respect for A Star is Born for her. I'm not a big fan of remakes of remakes of remakes, so I didn't go see the movie because I just didn't care. (laughs) But... I also have to give credit to people like Lady Gaga and Barbara Streisand, who formerly played the role, to play into their biggest insecurities. I yeah, Judy Garland that... has also played the role. Whoa. Yeah. Those so, are really big shoes. Oh my gosh. So big shoes to fill. That is so scary. But what I loved about Lady Gaga and Barbara Streisand doing it was their biggest insecurity has always been their looks. They're amazing singers. Mm-hmm right they got all the talent in the world that's a good point but everybody has jokes about the way they look and being in an industry that only cares mm-hmm. about the way you look and still succeeding and then for them to both go and play a role that plays off that insecurity being like you're the ugly singer but since you're good you make it man so for lady Gaga I I thought she was gonna win um, just because she had to play a role. That probably was really, really difficult for that her. That gives me a new respect. Yeah, so I definitely have respect for Lady Gaga. But she didn't win. Glenn Close won mm-hmm. for the wife. You don't know Glenn
1: Close? Oh, I recognize her. I just couldn't place her in You're the
0: worst queer person. The worst. The Wait, worst. Wait, is she queer? No. no. Oh, she, okay. She's just kind of one of those where, like, you know how, like, super great actresses or kind of recognized more in the queer community just because like queer men can actually have respect for women you know one of those things um so glenn close won for the wife which i was not expecting and i believe the wife is just about um glenn close being the wife of a super famous writer i believe (laughs) and she is also a writer kind of always living in his shadow so the story is pretty cool i don't know much about it i haven't seen it um, but I was very surprised she won for that. Glenn Close is an amazing actress, and I'm sure yeah. she deserved it. But I was like, ooh, with all the hype around A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Lady Gaga didn't win. I was very thrown off. Interesting. Okay. Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy. Um, Vigo Martinson for Green Book, mm-hmm. which I know you love. Lynn <laughs> Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns. Cool. I was like interesting choice. I haven't seen Mary Poppins returns so I didn't know, but I wouldn't assume that he was a lead. I thought he was a I thought his
1: part was small. Yeah. I,
0: I also I haven't seen, seen it. it. John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie, which is the um the biopic, um, and then Robert Redford for the old man and the gun. I'm kinda over Robert Redford. He kinda plays the same thing so i wasn't really "Hmm, meh and then who won which i was a little surprised about was christian bale for vice so christian bale plays um dick cheney um when he was becoming vice president um under bush jr how long has christian bale been around oh god a long time (laughs) He does good stuff. He so I heard good. really, really good things about Vice. I was kind of confused that it was in the comedy section. I wasn't expecting that. I thought yeah. it was more of a drama, but <laughs> I'm going to go see it. Like, I'm very excited. The problem with uh, the Golden Globes is a lot of the time the movies haven't made it to mainstream release yet. So sometimes it's I really just hard. I was about
1: that with one of the girls at work. I was like, yeah. I hear about all these movies I have not seen them in any theater. Yeah,
0: that's why I kind of have to, like, go off of trailers a lot of the time, which is really terrible. I feel
1: like you have to just go out to the heart of L.A. to, like, one of the little
0: theaters out there. Yeah, so Christian Bale won for that. I didn't really have a care in the world who won that. Like, I (laughs) like all the actors that were nominated, but I was like, meh. All of them do good stuff consistently. I wasn't too concerned um, about it. And then Best Supporting Actor... Um, was Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Which I didn't think he had a chance in the world of winning. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. Wait, Um, so
1: he was the, I'm sorry, he was the gay partner?
0: Yeah. Okay, that you talked about. Cool. Um, Timothy Chalamet? 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 Chalamet. Sure. We'll go with that. (laughs) Um, again, I kind of wanted him to win just because I like.
1: boy. I really want to see
0: that. Beautiful boy. Heard good things about it. Um. I guess he's like a drug teen and <laughs> drug just, teen <laughs> just kind of like how his family handles it and kind of crumbles around that um but I think he's a really good little actor and I think he deserves a lot of recognition so I was kind of expecting him to win just because he was I think movies like Beautiful Boy kind of cater to the award season and then I think Mm -hmm. him as an actor caters to the award season just because he's consistently only in really good films Uh so i kind of just thought he was gonna win but he didn't sam rockwell and vice who plays uh bush jr um i like sam rockwell i didn't want him to win just because i don't want this idea that if you play bush jr that's difficult it's not i mean bush jr did it for eight years like he (laughs) played this role himself so you know i didn't like that idea and then Adam Driver, um, Kylo Ren himself for Black Klansman. So Black Klansman, is, I believe, is um, like undercover, people like police officers or detectives in the KKK. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think believe. That was the yeah, it
0: looked really, really good. I know what's out, so we should go watch it. And then who won? Which I was so surprised about was uh, Mashallah Ali for Green Book so he's the pianist that Vigo Mortensen is
1: oh he's protects. like a really uptight guy right yeah, yeah and you see him okay oh so
0: what I thought I wasn't too excited for the green book movie just because I was like oh another um you know 60s movie about racial tensions I wasn't really into it but then when I looked more into it it seems that it's not really about that it's a like this beautiful friendship story
1: that's, I feel like, what I got from the trailer somewhat, yeah. or more so.
0: Yeah, so he won, so oh, I'm going to go see that movie. <laughs> um, So, best actor in a drama. So, this is the one that I really cared about. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, John David Washington for Black Klansman. I didn't see it, but I heard that the movie was really, really good. So, I was like, okay, if he wins, he wins. Lucas Hedges for Boy Erased. You know how <laughs> I feel about Boy Erased uh if not go watch the so i assumed that he was going to win and i'm a little ha- not because i don't like lucas hedges just i'm you know how i feel um willem dafoe for at i at, can't talk at eternity's gate i love willem dafoe didn't want him to win he's won too much in his life already <laughs> <laughs> bradley cooper uh star is born i was like man bradley cooper's kind of just playing bradley cooper again I freaking
1: love bradley cooper hey i
0: didn't know he could sing and you know what he surprised me because he's actually a good singer but i was kind of like was it really a stretch for him to play that character no <laughs> no it wasn't he just had to grow his hair a little longer than he usually does <laughs> but the winner <laughs> Rainy malik for bohemian rhapsody oh upset of the night in my opinion i thought star is born was just going to sweep best actress um best actor best picture and best director i thought star is born was going to sweep it because there was so much like behind it i really thought it was going to sweep it and raimi malik just did phenomenal even if you don't like the movie that's fine but you have to respect Rami Malek's Mm -hmm. ability because for me, when you win best actor or best actress, it shouldn't be like, oh, this was such a great script. This was such a good movie. It should really just count how the actor did. Uh So when I say, was it difficult for Bradley Cooper to play that role? No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Wasn't a stretch for him. We've Uh seen him in those types of roles before. (laughs) Wasn't a stretch for him. But Rami Malek, doing freddie mercury that was a stretch for him Could
1: be a stretch for anybody that's a stretch for anyone
0: he's such an iconic character that if you get it wrong <laughs> you're blacklisted for the rest of your life they're like oh you're the dude who effed up freddie mercury <laughs> you know you don't want to be you that ruin guy childhoods you like... ruin yeah right when something's so iconic and you come in they're like oh you ruined it right how dare you so you that's why i had to look at it like lucas hedge is winning for boy erased It's a difficult concept, but was it difficult for him to play a gay teenage boy? I would hope not. Mm
1: -hmm. I hope
0: that most actors can do that role. Um, So you really have to look at the acting ability, which I think Rami Malek had to go the farthest. So I think he deserved to win, and he did. I was just surprised. (laughs) Um, Best supporting actress for, I'm assuming this is drama? I don't know, Amy Adams for Vice. I love Amy Adams. She's just so good.
1: I'll watch Vice for Amy Adams. I, I know you will. was not captivated at all, but I love Amy Adams. <laughs>
0: uh, Rachel Rice for the Favorite. I was like, okay. Emma Stone for the Favorite. I was <laughs> like, how can you pick out of the two of them? I didn't. I think they That's both rough. deserve to win, but I don't think either of them could have. Because how terrible if you were like, oh yeah, Emma Stone did better. <laughs> Rachel. And you're like, right, no. It, Rachel. Like, they, like, <laughs> they did the same movie. They kind of played the same thing. Voy for First Man. I was like, okay, she played the wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, But Regina King won for If Beale Street Could Talk. Haven't seen If Beale Street Could Talk, but I love me some Regina King. She's
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. So, again, we can bring up the gay thing for Regina King because she was in a show called american crime Uh uh-huh she doesn't play queer but in the second season so every season is a new crime and you kind of follow the people's intertwined lives of how it connects um and in the second season it's about um a young gay man man who has a sexual encounter with another man. He claims it's sexual assault. Everybody else says it didn't happen. Some people say, oh, it happened, but it was consensual, whatever. Uh-huh. And Regina King plays characters in all three seasons, and she's so versatile, and she's so good. So please, go watch American Crime. It's on Netflix. <laughs> and go applaud Regina King. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. All right, what's up next? Uh... Oh, Yeah best drama motion picture so if beale street could talk who we were just talking about regina king um i didn't know anything about it but we looked it up and it's based off of a james baldwin book Uh uh-huh which working on a bookstore we know james baldwin hopefully
1: yeah i wasn't really i mean i know i've heard of this prior but it's not really been a popular one
0: yeah i don't know but you know about um black people's lives in the 1970s in harlem Um, then A Star of Born, which I already said was who I assumed was going to win. (laughs) Black Klansman, which I was like, I can't believe Black Klansman. I thought it was kind of more like this small indie movie, but apparently not. Apparently it's bigger. Black Panther, which I'm like, holy crap, they nominated a superhero movie. A black superhero movie. Gosh, it's crazy. It feels like Black Panther came out so long ago. Yeah. And then the winner... The biggest upset of the night, I would say. Bohemian Rhapsody won. Jazzed. I cannot believe it. I thought it was a fantastic movie, but I didn't think a music biopic (laughs) would ever win Best Picture. Yeah, that was a weird one. I don't know if it's just because it had, like, this beautiful, intimate portrayal of, like, hiding queer life, hiding HIV, Maybe that's what really got it noticed, or maybe it was honestly just Remy Malek's awesome ability as Freddie Mercury. But whatever, I loved it. Alright, best musical or comedy. Mm-hmm. Another upset, I think, of the night. So it was against Vice, which, okay, cool. Mary Poppins, uh-huh. um, The Favorite, Crazy Rich Asians, but then Green Book won. Interesting. I'm down for it. I really thought Crazy Rich Asians. I thought this was the year that it...
1: So, okay, question. So for these categories, when it's the movie itself being, you Mm -hmm. know, nominated and winning, is that based on, like, actor portrayals, or is it more so just the writing in the movie?
0: Who the heck knows what (laughs) they base it off of? Because some years, I'm like, I totally get it. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, that deserved a win. And other years, I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really
1: because it seems like some of these you know it seems like the movie wins and the actor also or actor or actress also wins you know their category who knows so i'm kind of curious if there are scenarios where the actor or actress doesn't win but the movie wins would i feel bad as an actor or actress like i didn't contribute enough
0: i mean that happens more often than not i would oh. say absolutely
1: see i never watched the actual you know i don't know the awards
0: (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) but i was just really really surprised um that green book won. i really thought crazy rich asians was gonna win because if okay so in my head i was like okay what constitutes best it has to be um a good story
1: Mm -hmm.
0: entertaining it has to appeal to not only um a wide audience but it also has to appeal to the people who are voting yes it has to have good acting good directing it has to have it has to encompass everything Hmm. right and i just didn't think green book had such a mass appeal because in my head i'm like okay bohemian rhapsody winning makes sense it's a great story great acting great directing Um, It made lots of money, lots of people went to see it, lots of people loved it, Uh but it also has a good enough message behind it that if I was one of the voters, I'd be like, I would vote for that movie because it was good, Mm -hmm. and also a lot of people liked it. That makes sense. But to me, with Green Book, yeah, probably a small amount of people liked it, and it appealed to the voters. I'm not saying it was a bad movie at all, but I was just kind of like, oh, but I didn't think a lot of people liked it,
1: you know? Yeah, I, I don't think I know even
0: more than a handful of people who knew about it. Who even knew about it. Yeah, but So I'm into it. I was very surprised that it won. I thought Crazy Rich Asians was going to win because I think with this big diversity push in Hollywood, I thought that that would have been like the biggest statement of the year to be like, oh yeah, guess what? Crazy Rich Asians won. So I assume hmm. that's how it was going to go. But why would I ever assume the best of an award show? Why well, would I? Green Book wasn't a bad bad second yeah (laughs) that's true that's true at least it had some color in it (laughs) okay and then let's really talk about the one that we cared the most about
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and that's best actress in drama series yes so elizabeth moss the handmaid's tale always good love elizabeth moss go west wing um catrione balfe from outlander i'm so sorry if i pronounced that wrong i tried to look it up probably didn't (laughs) go well um, is a good series, I'm not really into it, so I didn't really care if she won, being honest. Julia Roberts, Homecoming, I was like, no! I did not want Julia Roberts to win just because she is an amazing movie actress, and I don't like this idea of all these movie actors coming down to television and trying, you know, to win a bunch of awards, but who do I know- they
1: think they are? Who do they
0: think they are? I know that wasn't Julia Roberts' intention, I know she was just like, oh, this is a really cool concept, I should probably get on board with that, I know that. Carrie Russell, the Americans, which she's always fantastic in that show, and who we really wanted to win. Who won? (gasps) Sandra Oh. Sandra Oh. Sandra Oh. We love Sandra Oh. Oh. I'm so excited. Did you see um her dad's reaction when she won?
1: I did not, and I wanted to click on all the links. (laughs) There
0: were so many links online, and I just couldn't. Ah, you need to look it up because he's just like a pure joy. Oh, I've never seen pure joy. Um, you know when you come home and your dog looks at you, <laughs> that's how we looked. So go, Sandra. Oh, we already talked enough about killing Eve, I believe beautiful, um, so best original score, I'm gonna be honest, I'm just gonna skip it. first man one i I don't really pay attention to scoring <laughs> to be honest. best original song. Again, not really interested, but Shallow from A Star is Born One. So, A Star is Born One? Something. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So, I mean, Lady Gaga gets an award. That's exciting. I mean, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, Best Actor in a Drama Series. So, I'm not sure if it's Stephen or Stephen James. Sorry, in advance. For Homecoming, <laughs> which I guess he plays one of the soldiers in it. Uh, Matthew Rise from The Americans, Billy Porter from Pose, who I wanted to win, (laughs) of course, Jason Bateman from Ozark, who I would have taken as a second place win, because I love Jason Bateman, but who won was Richard Madden for The Bodyguard, which I'm kind of like, I don't know, I haven't seen it, so I can't talk anything, but I don't get why playing a bodyguard is hard. I don't know. I got
1: nothing for you. I'm sorry. I haven't seen it,
0: so I guess we'll see it. So, Best Director. Bradley Cooper lost. <laughs> I'm still laughing at it. I'm so sorry. I'm so mean about Bradley Cooper. I don't know why. He just irritates me. Adam McKay for Vice. Eh. Spike Lee for Black Klansman. I love mm. Spike Lee. I was hoping. Peter Ferrelli for Green Book. And then the winner, which I was kind of like, okay. Um... I'm gonna pronounce his name wrong, but that's okay. Nobody really listens. (laughs) Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. So, I kind of liked him winning for this because the movie is all about a family in Mexico City. I believe, like, the mom or something is a maid for, like, a rich family. Um, I like it because it's Kinda based off of the director's life, so I liked the idea of this director making a semi autobiographical movie um uh, making it like very beautiful it's black and white it's shot fantastically um so I like the idea of him winning for h- kinda his life story. He's the director of gravity I don't know, oh okay, yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you,
1: thank you for putting that in layman's terms
0: yeah you were you were off um best actor in a musical or comedy show now this one i was stoked for because i the only thing i cared about was sasha baron cohen for who is america not winning um i'm not a big fan of his i don't like anything he does sorry oh so you just wanted him to not win i would have taken anybody oh my god it was stacked except for sasha baron Cohen. So Bill Hader for Barry, which Bill Hader, SNL guy, comedy guy, and then he goes mm. and does this HBO show or Showtime—I can't remember which—show where he's an assassin. Oh God! Yeah, it. he's an assassin, oh my God, what and <laughs> he's sent to kill an actor, but then follows him into like an acting class and falls in love with acting. What? i was like bill hater where is this coming from i want to read this or watch
1: this yeah. i want everything <laughs>
0: donald glover for atlanta i haven't watched atlanta it doesn't really seem like my thing but it has really great reviews and donald glover's amazing mm-hmm. so i guess we got to watch it and then jim carrey for kidding which like jim carrey kind of plays like this mr rogery I haven't seen him in years well he's busy painting and being a wonderful activist I didn't know that. Yeah, you should see his Trump portraits. They are hilarious. Hot
1: dang, you got me.
0: Yeah. Um. So he kind of plays like this Mister Rogers Pee Wee's Playhouse. He's like a children's show host. Fun. Yeah. Um. And then who won is Mister Michael Douglas, who I love, but again, one of those actors. I'm like, what are you doing in TV, sir? Get out of here. <laughs> For uh the Kaminsky method, so he plays, like, an a- acting guide? It's quirky. He's uh, weird. Okay. Yeah, he, I don't know. I guess, like, again, I just didn't want Sasha Baron Cohen to win, yeah. which he didn't, so whatever. But, you know, I have a soft spot for Jim Carrey, so I was
1: kind of hoping.
0: <laughs> but that's okay. Um, best screenplay, we'll just skip it and say it went to Green Book, um, because it was up against a lot of the same movies, The Favorite, Vice, Roma, If Beale Street Could Talk. I'm just one of those that I don't really believe that movies or TV based off of books should win best screenplay, just because That's I a think-
1: a weird award. <laughs> I just yeah. think,
0: like, the hardest part of writing a screenplay is having a good idea, and when you have-
1: an idea already laid out for you. For you. you and know. You just have so no offense it. to
0: If Beale Street Could Talk, but obviously a wonderful book and a wonderful movie, but I don't know, I just don't think you should ever win. And then the same thing with Roma, I'm kind of like, okay, well, like, this is kind of based off of the director's life, and he's just kind of, like, enhancing some things to tell an important story. Vice, I'm like, that's good, because we don't really know what the conversations between Dick Cheney and bush jr were so you kind of have to take some liberty okay not too bad the favorite i was like ooh, like technically this is based off of a true story but there's nothing written Mm -hmm. about what happened we kind of just have to be like oh we kind of know so i was like okay and then the green book the same thing it's based off of a true friendship but it's not based off of a book and what i found interesting is that they based it off of like family and friends who, like, told stories, and then they kind of wrote a screenplay around it.
1: I didn't know that. That's so I cool. So was like, that
0: deserves to I win. I like that. Yeah. So, Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy Series. Um, I'm kind of happy with the win. Rachel Brosnahan. I'm going to pronounce that wrong. That's cool. Brosnahan. For, sure, we'll do that. For The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is just a funny, quirky show. She wants to be a stand-up comedian. Oh,
1: yeah, that one on Amazon.
0: Yeah, and then uh, she beat Candace Bergen for Murphy Brown. I'm a huge Murphy Brown fan, but I watched one episode of the remake, and I was like, nope, I'm over it. So that was kind of a bummer (laughs) for me. Um, Beat out Kristen Bell for The Good Place. Like, I hear really great things about The Good Place, but never would I have expected it to be nominated for an award it yeah. just didn't seem like sitcom-y things i was like hmm. never seen the good place but i always hear about it but yeah, yeah so i was i was kind of thrown off that it was even nominated so that's pretty cool um deborah messing for will and grace reboot like come on <laughs> it's a great show she's a great human cool and then also beat out allison brie for glow which i'm i like glow It's about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling league. Never watched it, but it looks bomb. It's pretty funny. I enjoy it. Okay, best supporting actor in a series. Ben Whishaw won for a very English scandal, which is important because a very English scandal is queer. So it's a British show, which, like, British shows never win in America for some odd reason. (laughs) But um, it's about a politician who was a closeted homosexual who his, I guess, lover threatened to out him, and so he tried to assassinate him. What? But then the whole scandal breaks, so. This is bomb. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Okay, best foreign language film, Roma won. We already talked about it. Cool, sweet. Uh, best actress in a miniseries, Patricia Arquette won for Escape at Dana. Um, Amora? Dana Mora? Who knows? Sure, whatever. It's about, um, she falls in love with two prisoners and helps them escape. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I thought that was absolutely amazing. But she beat out some good people. Regina King, Connie Britton, Laura Dern, Amy Ugh. Adams. So I love Patricia Arquette, but I was very surprised that she beat out, beat out some heavy hitters. That's awesome. Yeah, but nothing gay on there, so nothing really to talk about. Um, best animated feature film? What the hecky? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse beat Wreck-It Ralph 2? You joking? I don't know what they were thinking about that. Haven't seen either. Not I particularly. have no idea why a Spider-Man animated film. I'm surprised you're so opinionated. <laughs> I am. I hate children's films, but I was like, hmm, interesting. Spider-Man 1. Whatever. Uh, best actor in a miniseries, Darren Criss won. So we have to talk about it because it's gay. Oh, that's what you were talking about, the Gianni Versace. Yeah. So Darren Criss, as you know, is from Glee, played a gay character in Glee. So we automatically wanted him to win. (laughs) And then assassination of Gianni Versace, you know, gay again. So go watch it because he won for it. So that's pretty cool. But he beat out some good, he beat out Antonio Banderas playing Picasso. <laughs> what the heck? So, I'm all for it cuz like young actors winning awards, that's cool for me. I don't like I'm just going to old people. <laughs> and then best mini series also went to The Assassination of Gianni Versace. So, cool. Right. I wanted that one to win or a Very English Scandal just because of the gay factor. Honest. That's fair. <laughs> I feel that on a spiritual level. Um best musical or comedy TV series? kaminsky method which we already talked about Uh beat out all the other shows we were talking about for comedy (laughs) so um and then last but not least um there is now a new category award which is the carol burnett award which obviously is the first year so carol burnett won it um but i'm very excited to see what that kind of award means because carol burnett is like variety talk show host And that's all I've ever known her for. I know she's probably done other amazing things. How do
1: you get an award in your name? Just be amazing?
0: Just be amazing. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Something to aspire to. Yeah. So I was very excited that they made an award like that because I have no idea what it means. Like, (laughs) does that mean it's only going to go to, like, talk show hosts?
1: That's or a weird
0: one. Or is it going to go to people that embody the Carol Burnett spirit of, like, being amazing and funny and being, like, a female trailblazer? Because I think it should just be a female trailblazing award. I think that award yeah. needs to be created. I think Carol Burnett is an amazing first recipient of something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm into it. I don't know, man. So what are your overall feels of the winners? It is summed up by I love Sandra O." Oh.
1: <laughs> um, other than that, I'm really
0: not invested in the Golden Globes. That one. <laughs> I'm so but. invested because I, I think this is going to be a good precursor for the Oscars. And Boy Erased was barely even nominated. So I'm happy. Suckers. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm a happy camper. Sandra O. Oh won. Uh, Melissa McCarthy lost, which was a bummer for me, but that's okay. Um, Some really good queer and racially diverse things won. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's all that really
0: matters, right? True. Making sure good content is made um, for minorities that aren't showcased. Heck yeah. And I think 2018 was a big year for that. Black Panther should have won something, I feel but yeah. that's okay yeah. it's kind of hard when you release a movie in early 2018 and expect to win an award because yeah. it gets kind of lost i get that i do yeah but bohemian rhapsody won a queer movie won and Rami malik just seems like the nicest person yeah so he deserves it. i'm happy about it but we just have to recognize that a queer movie won best drama i know isn't
1: that amazing? It's amazing.
0: So now we can no longer say that queer movies can't um, embody everything that it takes to be a good movie. It can hit a mass audience. It can have a great message. Everyone could love a queer story. hmm Everyone. Because everyone did. Look at that. Because it won. True that. I'm stoked on it. That's it? Just Sandra Oh
1: love? I Yep. That's really it. Sandra
0: Oh love. Sandra Oh killing Eve go watch it. That's all I got. Queer content, queer content, queer content. Go watch it. But until then, make sure you subscribe to us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you write a review. Uh, I don't know, rate us. Tell a friend about us. (laughs) Love us. Spread the word. Spread queer love. But until then, (laughs) stay queer.